Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 445 of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast, and with you once again, all the way from Iowa, Tyler Courtney, aka Ginger Boy, aka the coolest dude this side of the United States. How are you doing, Tyler? <laughs> doing good, man. Doing good. I don't know what side of the United States I'm on. Technically, I guess I'm in the Midwest, but it doesn't make any sense because I'm just in the middle. Uh, doing all right though you know it's the saturday night you know i I say this every week but i don't know why but it's just it's that's the night that we're recording (laughs) and i just like to say that um just excited you know it's the weekend yeah well yeah Uh, doing yeah it's always nice enjoying that day went by way too fucking fast though um it's very weird i got i got the stream going on over here on this screen let me do the camera here on this on this screen and then I got you over here on this screen as well. Mm. So I'm looking at two gables right now. I got double gables. <laughs> so I'm living I'm living my best life, you know. Um, got one of my best friends on both sides of me here. It's, it's great, you know. <laughs> so if this gables pisses me off, I can go talk to this gables over here. <laughs> if they both piss me off, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, um, yeah, you know, it's whatever. You know, I, it's been a really crazy fucking busy few weeks at work, so... Uh, gaming time throughout the week has been tough, but the last couple weekends, last weekend it was brutally hot outside, and um, uh, to quote uh, Livia Rodrigo, "Damn, it's brutal out here." <laughs> and then this, then uh, last night it just started pouring rain, uh, thunderstorms and shit. Fucking figures after it's been 100 plus degrees out all goddamn week, it finally starts to cool off on fucking Friday night asshole <laughs> fucking goddamn son of mother nature but uh no it's been all right you know whatever just but just gives me excuse uh not, not not like i really need one to just sit in uh side and play video games all fucking day so i've played a plethora of games um from basically last night to all day today so how you doing gables well i'll tell you what it definitely has been a week and a half for one, yeah, it had been fairly busy in my workplace. And for those listening, friend, for those listening in, yeah, I am your host this week, Sir Colonel Gables. <laughs> but uh, long story short, it was dropped on me this past week that I had to go through and uh, act as cashier and stuff like that in my workplace because the mainline cashier is off for a week. So dealing with a lot of the general public, you know, it is what it is. I do like dealing with a lot of the uh, clientele. In regards to, like, shopping inside the store, this or that, you know. But uh, it, it it can get mentally exhausting fairly quick. And when I mean fairly quick, I mean it's like, after about a certain amount of hours, you look at the clock and it's like, oh, oh God. it, Wow. That amount of time went by? <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, when it comes to the weather and everything i mean it it was kind of the same thing you know it was like it was like sunny it was like in the 70s this and that not stifling not like insane weather but today was the first time in like about a month and a half that we've actually got some sort of a rainfall (laughs) but it's nice yeah not only that though they were threatening possible thunder showers over in washington state but none of that really came to fruition but other than that, though, I, I've done the exact opposite to where I've played and stuck with one game 
throughout this week. I've been so tired after work on some days Same. that I have only have felt like playing maybe like one game in its entirety and stuff. But it definitely is a good one in that regards. But good, good. Before we get into what we have been playing and stuff, let's go into yeah, let's go into like uh, some of our quick hitters to start things off with. It's going to be a little bit different, a little bit something like interesting. All right, we'll go with that. So for the first and for the first round of this news here for the quick hitters and stuff, a couple of delays have happened inside the gaming industry and some heavy hitters here too. One of which is Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, I was concerned about it to begin with that we were not hearing any type of release dates for this game. Even after we saw the late, the uh, last state of play, saw some more footage of the game, they did not stick with the release date. And it's been confirmed, it's been confirmed this past week, that it is delayed until the first quarter of 2022. Not surprised... Honestly, the game is shaping up to be fairly interesting looking, so you know what? They gotta take as much time as they can with that stuff. But yeah, that's yeah. definitely definitely was a big blow for the later half of this year. Because we were expecting this game to release sometime this year. Yeah, I mean I don't think a lot I don't know if we should say expecting. I, I don't it's not a Halo situation to me where like Halo they're saying that game's coming. Yeah. You know? And like we don't have a release date for it. Um but they, you know, through hell or high water, that game's coming. Um, this one, you know, they they were, they even said last, um, the week they announced the game, uh, in like I think it was like the September of last year, mm-hmm. um, they mentioned they were aiming for a 2021 release date, kind of like, it's like kind of like just how Nintendo said they're aiming for 2022 for right. Breath of the Wild too. Uh, it's like okay, so that that's a late end of next year at best situation, and plus, you know, obviously, um, you know, I mean, it goes without saying, COVID. Um, and uh, Nether Realms or Nether Realms, sorry, Nether Lens. God damn it! Uh, not not the realm, the actual country uh, where um, uh, non Samiak, who uh, Gorilla Games, who makes um, uh, uh, Horizon, they uh, are now. So they finally went back to like, working in the studio a few months ago, and now they're under lockdown again. COVID's got really bad there again. Uh, and then two weeks ago, they got put in, uh, they're all working from home again. Yeah. So uh, that's probably any chance they had of that game coming out uh, this year. That was probably like that final nail in the coffin. But, I, I mean, you look at the you know the rest of the year, it is, it's not, it's something we talked about at E3, where it's like you look at the rest of the year, it's not like, are we getting that big, are we getting huge AAA bangers? I mean, for the, for the, you know the um, I don't know one I don't, I don't I always hate that trying to come up with the phrase but like not the casual market but like the big the, the people that don't the people that play Halo or the people that play Madden they play the they play the big shooters they play the big they play the big AAA games and that's about it there's a bunch of those games coming this year and even for people like us that play that dabble in everything or dabble in most things or play a lot of one certain type of games or whatever the more I the hardcore I guess I don't I don't like that term but the best thing I, I think everybody knows what I'm trying to say here. Right. Um, I mean, there's there's a plethora of games for us to play. They're like they're not maybe going to be like the, you know, we, we do have Halo. We I mean, Call of Duty hasn't been officially announced yet, um, but we know that's coming later this year. Uh, that's that's probably coming in November. We got Far Cry. Um, there is the I guess no the Rainbow Six got delayed. Riders Republic. There, I mean, there's there's plenty of 
bigger games coming out this year to satisfy those people. Well, yeah. Um, and then they're, they're just going to buy, you know, there's an NBA 2K, Madden, all those games are going to get bought. That'd be fine. And, you know, look at the rest of the year. I think it's going to be fine, too. Nintendo's got a few um, quality, not AAA top-tier games for them, but they got a few of those. PlayStation still has uh, Deathloop. They have Kena, uh, which we'll talk a little bit more about Kena here in a minute. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they got they got Solar Ash. They got a they got a few other games coming. So I I think the the fall area. I mean, like part of me was kind of relieved to hear this news just because it's like I mean, I'm, look you look at the rest of your. I mean, the fall is just jam packed with games, um, and it's always that. I mean, there's usually a, a a good chunk of games that come out in the first half of the year, but they're more spaced right. out. Um, so it's not everybody's trying to cram in the second half of October and the first half of November. So, I mean, I think that's, and now have to fight the competition, the games, and just, we're going to have more PS5s out there in the wild and six months from now, well, give or take. Hopefully. So if this game comes out in February, March, totally fine. And obviously it's just, you know, it's, it's the, the stereotypical things we have, you know, COVID cyberpunk changed, games forever um me and Moto's quote about delays yeah quintessentially That's the standard thing but yes like what long way long way of getting there <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah like what was touched upon earlier kenna bridge of spirits was delayed not too long though this was only delayed until september 21st of this year yeah i think it, it was like sorry to cut you off it was like august um 24th i think before so it's about a, like a month four weeks yeah um but I I don't know how I don't know how September is pacing out right now. I know the end, I know October is when it starts to get crazy. Right. But it seems like I don't think I mean September we have like WarioWare and Life is Strange, but those are me games. Um, I don't know how big those are for a lot of other people, but I mean when I heard that news, I was like, okay. I mean obviously re- delays whatever. I mean you, you get bummed out about them, yes. Same thing I just said, Cyberpunk, Miyamoto, blah blah. But you always get bummed out about them, but it's like you're fine with them. But like I always look at it from like. The end of August kind of gets jam-packed for me. So, like, okay. Because I got, like, Madden, Road 96, and 12 Minutes all come out that same week. So, it's like, cool. That gives me a little bit of breathing room for that game. Like, where I'm not going to be, like, plowing through some of these games to get to Kena. So. Well, yeah. It's yeah. fairly true, too. And you know what? It's like, I'm glad that this game is getting a little bit more time inside of the oven mm-hmm. and stuff. Just ironing out the last kinks, going through and getting the last different types of patches to have this game flowing like it should be. So, yeah. yeah. This game looks fantastic. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm super pumped for this game. It, it, I mean, the previews came out uh, a couple months ago for it, and I was like, it even sold me even more. Like, it's... If Pixar tried, decided to make a, a Pikmin Metroidvania game, I'm like, okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds great. I don't know why. It just sounds like... That, this just sounds good. All right. Now, we go from delays to a game that's going to be delisted off of the Xbox service not too far away in the future right here. Forza Motorsport 7. We actually learned that Forza Motorsports, like Motorsport 7, not even four years old, is going mm-hmm. to be delisted off of Xbox's a store, Game Pass, even its DLC stuff. And from what I've been reading into, it's more or less licensing issues is the main culprit of it. Because... I think Microsoft has done stuff similar in the past where they've had to discontinue like offering certain games on sale. Like I think there was another Forza game that was like that. I think it was Forza Horizon 3, I want to say. 
But, yeah, um, yeah, the one that you played that had the Fast and Furious thing in it. Yes, fa- yeah, for Forza Horizon Two, Fast and the Furious stuff. Yes. Yeah, and uh, f- um, five. I'm, I'm reading right here. So, Forza Horizon. Oh no, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm reading the wrong thing. But yeah, you are. are yeah, you're correct uh, on that one. I, I was reading the wrong thing here. But yeah, for- Forza Motorsport Seven and Forza Horizon Three. I've, I've been delisted. So all right. Before, so so for those that are listening in these things are going to be going to leave the store in xbox game pass on september 15th so i highly recommend if you have interest in playing Forza motorsport 7 or you have had like a passing interest get the game now not later now because once that thing's yeah. gone it's not coming back <laughs> yeah. and it's uh 75 off now until it's it's gone so i don't know what that price would be it's probably i'm assuming probably 10 to 15 bucks um so just trying to, but I mean, uh, it's it's so weird I don't, I, that they uh, they keep making these games and they gotta keep getting delisted after oh, I know, four or right? five years. Because it was funny, I actually uh, I think it was like a, a year or two ago I went back cause like um, I was just not I like I, I, re, I just rewatched like all the Fast Furious movies for like the upteenth time, and I was just in that vibe of wanting to play something like that, and I was like, oh, I remember Gable's liking that Fast and Furious fucking. Uh, uh, expansion they had. And I went. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check that out. I'll, I'll buy that. And I went and looked. And I'm like, oh, the fucking thing is gone. And I read one. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, it's, I mean, I understand. Like, I mean, you hear about this shit with like G, like GTA and like certain games where they got like go in and patch the games in, like do patches on these old ass games because they lost the rights of the music. But right. It's so weird that you know this keeps. I mean, some of those guys, like I think this happened a few years ago. With GTA Four, like. After like ten years, so it's like whatever like licensing deals they get, they should probably get it longer than just a few years. Yeah, or like really. Re- renew it or find a way to like, I don't know, better pricing model for whoever they're they're having issues with on this, where they can keep these things around a lot longer. I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I get like maybe ten years from now, you know, like. But I'm like, this is. I think this is the last. That's the last Forza Motorsports to come out. So it's like this is like the newest version to play. This isn't Forza Horizon three when it got shut down. Yeah, or Forza Horizon two, whatever. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, they got taken down two or three versions ago. This is the newest model, the newest one. That's this would be yeah. like this would be like a fucking Madden twenty two comes out the day after the day before Madden twenty two comes out. All right, turn the servers off. Madden twenty one. What? Okay. <laughs> fucking weird wild well i do agree with you that is pretty wild though and it boggles my mind that it didn't even last for more than like four years on the market Mm. before they decide to axe it but going from that on to the next bit of quick hitter news right here this is a bit of a trademark question that uh surfaced throughout this week and this has to result this actually comes from someone that was uh, on Reset Era this past week. And this was a renewal of a trademark for PlayStation Home by Sony Computer Entertainment. And the trademark was on April 23rd of this past year and lasts all the way through 2028. So there was a lot of buzz going online this past week to where people are thinking that Sony is going to resurrect PlayStation Home, potentially maybe on PlayStation VR. Now, for those that are thinking to themselves or weren't around back then, what's PlayStation Home? Well, 
PlayStation Home was quintessentially a avatars like a thing. So think of VR chat, right? You know how VR chat and stuff like that, you know how wild it is, blah, blah, blah. Think of a more modern, monotone, more laid back sort of thing to where it was a lot more restrained and stuff. Yeah, that was PlayStation Home, quintessentially. Everybody had their old walkable, like, avatars and stuff like that. It only lasted for, like, a specific amount of years. There were actually games at that time on the PlayStation 3 that were released where you could get exclusive content for that service for PlayStation Home. Infamous. There was like the Uncharted Subway. Yes. Fucking thing, thing you can get. Even for like Batman Arkham Asylum had like a special Batcave thing. That's something I had inside of the PlayStation Home stuff. But you could also think of it as more of, of like from like another styling of game. Like those kind of like a real life sort of games and stuff like Second Life. Second Life is yeah. like one of those type of things where you create your own character. You're supposed to like... Have your own specific like life and stuff. Have your own communities and this and that. But when I read this trademark, I had to, I had to, uh, I had to just go through and reread it again. It's like really PlayStation Home. I mean, it makes sense that they would want to revive something and have a little bit more zest in regards to hell. Okay, this has been enough time away. Let's see if we can bring back PlayStation Home and hit on a much more like uh, wider of an audience. But tie into playstation vr i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility i mean hell look how popular like the vr chat stuff has been on steam i mean yeah god the, all the memes and all the other crap going well in that service but still it's not that far reaching to think they could have potential success if this turns out to be a reality yeah i mean i don't i don't think it's like we keep hearing that that pop up that conversation and I want it, but it's like, it's not like, it's not a, it's one of those weird things where like we hear it a lot, but it's never actually like, it's no one says it's a, it's not a rumor. It's not anything like that. Like not leaks. It's just like, we all kind of like build this thing up. And I don't, I don't, I, I think there's also that kind of, I think that rose colored glasses thing of places at home where like, like that. I mean, it was like a cool idea. I remember, like the build up to that thing yeah. back in the day was fucking huge. Yeah, and when it came out, it was just it was not that good. Or not. it was like, <laughs> uh, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of you hang out in there for a little bit and you kind of fuck around, and go bowling once. But then you got like, but then you got like w- wait in a real line to go play bowling in this virtual game. Um, oh my god! All the the ad crossovers and shit you got to do. I mean, then like if you're God forbid if you're a woman in that fucking thing, like. You were like, I remember like guys would like use use female avatars and they just get harassed. As a joke to fuck with, yeah, just get her like be sw- sworn by men. It's, yeah, is nuts. Yeah, there it's, was a lot really of nuts. kids just going through and like just bombarding the female avatars. I remember that kids, kids, yeah, yes. uh, kids quotations. 35 year old men uh i, I shouldn't say that because we're not too far away from 35 year old men but <laughs> oh, <laughs> 45 year old men we'll do that because yeah uh, oh my gosh to me i'm still 23 uh when we started this podcast um but yeah i i, I don't i don't think this is much of anything i think it'd be kind of interesting to see them try to bring it back yeah and i, I love for them to like i mean they did some cool shit with, with psvr and we've talked about this in the past but like they had some cool, unique games, but it was all everything in there was like tech demos and stuff. Like nothing really ever. Like, um, what's the goddamn fucking um, the 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 mouse? Goddamn it! 
Uh, I was super excited for it. They just re- announced a sequel. Oh, um, my God. Moss. It was Moss. Moss. Yes. Yeah, I fucking love that game. It's like the one actual real game I played on that. Um, that felt like a game. That was a game um, that also built the VR around it. And it wasn't just like, here's a cool tech demo. Or here's the thing we just shoehorned VR into. Um, so, and I don't know, like, there was a couple other, like, Resident Evil 7. I heard work yeah. pretty well and shit like that. But I don't, that sounds awful to me. Um, it would be kind of cool to see them, like, kind of intertwine things and, like, do a little bit more with it. Uh, I, Astro Bot 2, I heard, was fantastic. Uh, but it was just by that point, I, was, I, was, I think a lot of people, myself included, were just kind of burnt out on, um, just kind of giving up on VR at that point for PlayStation. Um, so I don't think it'd be cool like to double down and do a little bit more with it. And I, I think it'd be interesting to see how they tie this in. Like, mm. I don't, I think there's still some juice left in that lemon of PlayStation Home. And I think this would be like, the like those, those things, I mean, they did have like things you can buy, like that you can profit off this thing. This isn't like, um, just some dumb thing. Like, you know, th- th- this could be like an evergreen kind of t- title for them. Like, come check out this weird thing. But I, I, I mean, I like you said, like it, this stuff works other on like Steam and other other devices as well. So, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they were to bring something back that's like this. It'd be smart to call PlayStation Home. Keep using that that IP that you built. But uh, I mean, we see trademarks get renewed all the time for things, and it doesn't mean anything. Um, and I just, you know, cause it's like, we own this. Why would we give this up? Right. It costs us, it costs these companies next to nothing, um, to keep renewing these IPs and you got to do very little work to keep these things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't foresee it, but I, I, I it'd be cool. I, I would be interested if I were to actually dive into a, a PSVR two, which it would really would need to astound me as someone who bought a VR until it has, it's, it's up in the closet right now. Um, and it's been up there for a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it needs something to really prove me. And also at the price point it's going to cost. Oh yeah. I hear what you're saying, man. I mean, it's got to take quite a bit of like coaxing or even quite a bit of like, uh, advertising or whatever the hell it is to even convince someone like me to go and invest inside. That's never actually done VR stuff. Maybe you haven't honestly, now that I think about it, you know what sold me the first time was the the last Guardian VR demo they put out that was ten minutes long. That's why I bought it. <laughs> that sold me. If they just did another one, I'm like, it's a it's a forty second demo. All right, I'm, I'm, how much is it? Five hundred bucks. All right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> That's all they gotta do. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I, I shouldn't talk shit because I was just like, all right, yeah, fuck, I'm in. One last thing I will say about PlayStation Home before we do move on to our last quick hitter, and that is I remember distinctly that there was one E3 to where I popped on the PlayStation Home and they, you get to see some of the press conference stuff and you see the people mm-hmm. that are watching it live with you. And then we had the, and then people waiting in line just to see a fucking trailer of like some of the games that were being released that year. I think, was, like one was like Infamous 2, the other one was like uh, Uncharted 3 or some shit. And yeah, like, yeah. That it's a... was hilarious. <laughs> It's a novel idea to make people wait in line for this shit. It's like it's funny as a theory, but the like, and it's funny to talk about now. But at the time, it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, really? Like, I can go on twenty. This is like two thousand eight. I can go on twenty other devices and watch this that shit. Yeah, no shit. Like right? now. Of like, I... why am I waiting in a virtual line for this? And then, of course, I can. Remember... Hell, back then you can go into a th- actual movie theater and watch it. I mean, no shit. I mean, hot huh? God, man, I remember a fucking conversation I did have on that service where it's like, 
Um, we're like watching like a movie trailer or something like that, and there was like some some from like in regards to Twilight or something just popped up on there like a movie advertisement for that thing back then. It's like, oh yeah, this is me coming from like living in the Pacific Northwest and stuff near Forks, Washington, where some of that stuff was like uh, recorded in films. Of. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that stuff. Blah blah. blah. Oh yeah, I was actually in my home state, and then was, and then yeah, people in the chat is going like bullshit. It's like, oh, don't lie. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, well anyway, internet's weird. Then last little bit of the quick hitter news is in regards to Pokemon. Apparently, there is a live action series in early development at Netflix from Lucifer's mm. Joe Henderson. Yes. So basically, what's so how? Basically, I'm going to go ahead and confide with you about this, Tyler. So, pretty much, what is this sort of thing popping around here? No earthly idea. I just thought this was fascinating. Uh, because we've seen... There's been two other fucking times now Netflix has had agreements in place with, with Netflix and Nintendo to make a show. We had the live-action Zelda, and there was another one. It's escaping me right now. I think that was like... It was, it was an anime, I think it was supposed to be. But it leaked out of Netflix, and Nintendo got pissed off, and they pulled it from them. Yeah. Um, so now I'm wondering if that's going to happen again. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, Lucifer has an audience. Uh, it's not my bag, but it has an audience. It's. Um, he, he's done a couple other shows that I've done re- reviewed, like eleven twenty two sixty three. It's a Hulu show. It's a Stephen King book uh, series that he did as well. It's it's. It, these shows have generally positive reviews, so I mean, it's not like this isn't fucking J.R. Tolkien here we're getting or anything like that. T- I guess that's a author. I shouldn't say that, but um, we're not getting anybody like fantastic, maybe fantastic here or not. You know, anything like that. It's not. This isn't like Last of Us we're looking at here with with fucking HBO budget and also all these great actors and right. fucking the the director and head writer from fucking uh, Chernobyl here, uh, but. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched Detective Pikachu. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was actually a pretty I mean, fun definitely... movie to watch. Yes. Yeah, like I, I, I enjoyed it. It was fine for what it was. It was not a great movie, but it was, it was a fine. What was supposed to be a fun family movie. I enjoyed it. Obviously, there's that nostalgia factor in there for me, and for you, and for a lot of us. So I would definitely be interested in checking this out. I don't think they're gonna have the budget that th- that movie did because those. I mean, the Pokemon looked really good in that in that movie, um, the way they did them with the, with the with the uh, 3D style. Um, so I don't know. I, I'd be curious how it works out. Um, I mean, this thing is probably. I mean, he's literally f- uh, working ending Lucifer right now, and he has another show he's working on after that. So this thing is probably years away, if ever coming. But uh, right. I don't know. I thought it's just kind of an interesting thing to keep an eye on, and like if. Now that it's out there, is Nintendo going to get all pissy again and pull it because something leaked, which I don't know if Nintendo knows. A lot of their shit leaks, too. So, Well, yeah, of course. Well, all right. So before we go into a bit of our heavy hitters and stuff topic-wise this week, I'm, we're going to go ahead and take like a little miniature break. i got to take care of something okay. fairly quickly. Okay. But we'll be right back. All right, cool. i got to entertain the people for a few minutes here. I should like really learn how to play like the drums or something maybe and like do some cool like fucking solo shit or teach my dog how to do something interesting other than stare at me, eat food and stare at me some more. That's basically all he does. Um, oh man, he really, he did not, he left me hanging here, didn't he? 
I, 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 he could at least set me up with something here. Son of a bitch. Um, what the fuck do you want, Luke? I don't know. He's doing over there somewhere. Oh fuck! What the fuck am I going to talk about, guys? What what the fuck should I talk about here? What's what's something fun? To- Extra life. Extra life is coming up, guys. I'm wearing the t-shirt. Um, I want to mention this. Uh, we are now three months out, guys, uh, from Extra Life. Um, something we do every year that's fun and exciting. Uh, we're really going to be ramping up here in the next month or so. But I figured, you know, a few months out. Friendly reminder: it's happening. Um, Extra-life.org. Check them out. It's a cool charity where we all play. It's the first Saturday in November. I believe it's November fifth this year. I should know that. Um, I literally looked it up yesterday. Um, but uh, it's the first Saturday of November. Uh, we all play video games for twenty four straight hours, um, and you pick, you sign up, you pick a hospital, a Children's Miracle Network hospital of your choice. It could be anyone in the United States or Canada, and then uh, ask your friends and family and viewers or listeners or whomever to donate to you and you can win some, if you you can if you hit certain milestones you can win some cool uh things out of it or not win but you earn some cool stuff out of there like i get these t-shirts every year for making 200 bucks um i have like 15 of these freaking things now i think eight of them i've earned through extra like earning the 200 dollars the other ones i purchased um you get if you hit 500 dollars, you get a silver medal you hit a thousand you get gold medals i have three of them there's i guess you can't see it but i have one in that right kind of hanging right there that little guy that's one of them and i have two more over on the other side of my room um so that's coming up uh that's really cool and i'm excited about um so yeah about, about three about th- two months out a little over two months out uh and i think about not, not three months out two months out so i wanted to mention that wait oh no we, we're not even august yet three months out we are three months out god i don't know how calendars work 32 years old still don't understand how calendars work He's still not back, is he? He is not. Oh, there he is. I see. We see movement. Let's talk about something weird. We're going to talk about something weird. I'm going to think of something. I don't, as soon as I put the headphones on, I'm going to talk about So that is why you always want to put the cantaloupe in the microwave first. <laughs> I, re- I swear to God, you do that just on purpose whenever I just pop in the break. <laughs> and that's how you put the screw in the tuna. <laughs> oh my god a keenan kell reference really that is one of my all-time favorite episodes oh my god when, when kell dropped the fucking uh the screw in there he's like i dropped the nail in the tuna oh my god oh boy that was that was a good reference right there that's oh, a... i love the oh uh, man oh god oh that gives me so many good memories just think about it it's like, i put the screw in the tuna <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad as a kid. I'm like, dude, they gave, they offered you a hundred thousand dollars, you didn't take it, and then you got nothing. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're gonna go into one of our next topics right here. We're actually gonna go into our mainline news stuff, and as soon as I can open the darn link of this stupid thing I got from the Google Docs here, it's gonna be going into. The Annapurna, like, uh, live thing that happened this past week. Yep. And there was a bunch of different games that either had their dates confirmed or are actually going through and announced. Yeah. So, uh, let me see it right here. Little dog needs to go to sleep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the first one we had was The Artful Escape. It got a release date and star-studded cast. Let's yep. see. Uh, yeah, it's coming September 9th. I was just gonna, it's coming September 9th. It's coming to everything. It's on Game Pass, though, most importantly. 
All right, the next one here is Storyteller. Let you build your own narrative and stuff, which is basically kind of like a little puzzle game and stuff. You get to create your own uh, type of story. So yeah, it's basically how it works. That one, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, so like you have like a like a, it's like a children's book in front of you, and it gives you like uh, all right, make a tragedy, and it'll give you like four little things. Like it'll give you four little models. It'll give you like a heart, uh, a male, like a, a knight, and a, a princess. Yeah. And then a tombstone. And you got to like create your story with these figures. We got to make it a tragedy. So it's like all like um, uh, what's like randomly built. Where like uh, there's a there is a it's coming to Switch and Steam only. There is I think a what, early access in Steam right now, but it's coming I believe next year. Right. Um. Yeah. So every time like oh, make a uh, make a comedy and you gotta like like you gotta build the story. You can make the story however you want it, but. It's got to be, you know, if it says it's make a tragedy, it's got to be ended in a tragedy. So. so the next thing that was also announced was an expansion for the Outer Wilds and stuff called mm-hmm. entitled Echoes. I don't know too much in regards to the whole expansion stuff, but uh, definitely some more good content and stuff for those yeah. that are fans of the Outer Wilds. Yeah, it's, come, it's called Echo of the Eyes. It's coming September 28th. Oh, Echo of the Eyes. Um, okay. It wasn't, it's, it sucks though. It's, it was coming to, uh, it, it, it's coming out next month, but or two months, uh, I guess next month. When you, by the time you listen to this, either audio or on YouTube, uh, but um, yeah. So it was on Game Pass for years, and they literally it just came off Game Pass like last month. So, oh, wow. uh, but it's a lot of people. It was like a Game of the Year nominee for uh, Game Awards twenty nineteen. It's a lot of people love that game. Yeah, um, it's one of those games. It's like the uh, Majora's Mask space game, which it's a game I always want to check out. I just never got around to. So the next one, the next one is actually a game that I think looks pretty freaking cool, and that's Neon White. This game has sort of like an anime flair to it, but at the same time, this has like a card-based sort of like action platform sort of thing where the gameplay is super quick. You can actually complete certain levels in a specific amount of time. And uh, a lot of the concepts and stuff and the different characters seem fairly interesting from what uh, the initial trailer and stuff was going through. But uh, I didn't catch any type of release date for that. Um, it says uh, it says winter winter um, on Switch and PC. Okay. Yeah, it's, it gave me like very much like Mirror's Edge vibes, like the the parkour kind of stuff. But then also you got like pick the cards to do attacks. But like just how fast and fluid the mo- the motion is, mm-hmm. I thought uh, just I, I and even like kind of the white of everything because the character his name is Neon. Um, but like the, or his character name is neon white, but everything is white in this game. It's just, yeah, I look at it, it looks like an indie mirror's edge. So if you wanted a actual sequel to mirror's edge and not catalyst, th- this might be for you. And let's see, obviously we got a release date for solar ash. Finally, we got a release date. Gab- Gables. <laughs> I promise you, I swear on everything that this happened to when I, when when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to release date. And I was just like, and I before the game release date, I'm like, it's going to be fucking October 26th. <laughs> you want to know why I you want to know why I guessed that date? And why? yes, that was the date. But you want to know why I guess it? Because the game I'm most looking forward to for the rest of the year is already coming out October 26th. Goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy. So guess what? My other most anticipated game of the year also coming October 26th. So fuck me running. I knew it. I knew it. I fucking called it. I f- fuck. 
I was I audibly uh, I'm like I'm like are you goddamn I'm, don't get me wrong the, this is first world problems I am pumped that we're getting this game so soon yeah I am super excited for this but god damn it I don't want to make a choice here I don't want to pick one of you needs a delay like two weeks one of I don't care who I'm not picking a favorite one of you guys make a decision who's getting pushed back two weeks for me just do it for me it's coming to PS5 and PS4 and and Steam. All right. The next game that was also showcased here was a Memoir Blue. And this one is more or less felt like a sort of uh, adventure game in some retrospects where things are like going to explain in sort of a narrative type of role. Mm. Not like, say, like a walking simulator or that type of stuff, but it's more of an expansive kind of story that kind of leads in, you know, that type of mystique and stuff. Kind of kind of similar to the stylings and stuff of uh, previous things of its type from maybe like what life is strange or possibly um like, i don't think it's uh, like that i think it's definitely more like a story be like you're being told a story and you're just kind of like i think the, maybe the it's not walking simulator it's hard to describe these kind of games but it's like yeah you're basically just kind of along for a ride and you're being told a story and i mean like i don't know i mean this isn't my kind of game i don't think this i mean but i think there's people out here that that this is their game. They look are really pumped for it. It's basically like, it's a story between like uh, a mother and a daughter, and like you're dealing. You're like, they had like a trouble. It seems like based off this teaser we got, because there's this was basically a teaser. I mean, we got really no knowledge other than that, but it seems like they had a rough past. And it's, you're like you're like remembering old memories and stuff like that you guys had together, and kind of delving back into like, you know how what happened, like what happened between you know the mom and the daughter here, right. Let's see. The next game that also was showcased was a game by the name of Skin Deep, which mm-hmm. is like a sci-fi game about sneaking, subverting, and sabotaging, all while not wearing shoes, apparently, from what yes. this little blurb is saying. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Gables. I totally zoned out on this one yeah. in, in, the, in the event, so I, I, I remember bits and pieces of it. Just totally blur- blurbed. This one, I don't know why. Totally just Krispy Kreme eyes. Eyes immediately glazed over. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't watch the entire event itself. I caught like a lot of the trailers that were showcased on it. But Stray was also showcased inside of this thing as yep. well, and that also got itself a date. I'm wanting to say. Uh, no, it's got it got moved to tw- uh, early 2022. Okay, that was yeah. That yeah, was it got delayed. Was. It got delayed to 2022. Yeah. I was correct in regarding that it there was some form of a date was announced, but not like a specific one. Yeah. So okie dokie. Yeah. It was, I mean, I thought, I, I thought overall though, it was a good event. Um, there, there's a saying on the internet about Annapurna is that they don't miss. And I think, uh, that is a very apt, um, saying for them. That's not something they created. That's just a lot of, you know, the, the, uh, people that, like us that pay attention and know developers know stuff like especially indie games. Like when I see Annapurna on like pop up for an indie game, I know that's like I was saying on Twitter the way after I watched the event, I'm like Annapurna is like that old school Nintendo seal of qual- uh, quality sticker. Like that's what they are for indie games. Where it's like if I see Annapurna is working with this game, that game is going to be at worst seven point five. Uh, I mean, and I mean, and they're any game, so they don't very rarely do they get nines, you know, I mean, unless it's Celeste or something like that. It's right. very rare, 
you know, like or limbo shit like that. Like it's very rare that we see these games get big time scores. So like, um, like I, I know like, and it's like not all these, not, not all of Annapurna games are going to be for you. Um, but I, I, you know that the game's going to be good at least. And like, if like, you know, like when you see that, as soon as that, that, that name pops up, I'm paying attention to this, this trailer or whatever there you got to say, I'm going to pay attention. To. I was actually really excited for this when they, when I didn't even know about it until last week, they announced it, um, about a month ago. Uh, I think it was like mid June over a month ago. And I didn't even hear about it. And then like last week I heard about it. I'm like, okay, I want to f- check this out. And I like avoided the internet. I even like did my thing. Like I would do like, a, there's a state of player or direct and then on direct where I'm like, all right, I'm avoiding the internet. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to know what's coming up. And I gotta say everything that came out uh, that was on this. Like, yeah, there's like, there was that skin deep where my eyes glazed over, but that's not like, cause I think the game looks bad. It's just not my game. And like my more blue, not my type of game, but like, I know, like the people that like that that game is for them. Like they're gonna like that game. They're probably gonna love that game or really really like it. Uh, it's like it's it's it was definitely it was one of my favorite, um, uh, like direct events, whatever you want to call them, of the year so far. Uh, like if this was at E three, this would have been one of my higher praised. Like it, it would have probably like I would have put it above everything besides Xbox and maybe Nintendo. No doubt, very like, it, easily. It was it was. Yeah, like, I mean, it was only 30 minutes. But, I mean, for, like, Annapurna, like, just look them up, guys. If you don't know what they make, but, like, Florence, Goragoa, um, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, then they're making Solar Ash. Like, they're, like, them and Devolver, when they when they say something, like, I when when I see that name for indie games, I'm paying attention because I know that game. Mm-hmm. Might not be, I might like, because, like, the, I talk about a lot. Devolver Games. Their games look really cool. A lot of times they don't click with me, but I the people that love those games. People that they click with, they love them. Like no one says they're bad. They just don't. They either clicks with you or you love it. Yes. There's no in between. So and like I just yeah I love them. I, I really enjoy that event. Check Alrighty. it out. Alrighty. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on. Here we have our last bit of mainline news we can tackle go through this week, and it's the ever evolving situation of Activision Blizzard. Throughout this past week, there has been a couple of happenings that have been going on. One in regards to walkouts from developers mm-hmm. and stuff. That uh, it was like a twelve-hour sort of like no, no, it was a four-hour walkout and stuff. What I was referring to in terms of the twelve-hour stuff, it took the heads, like the head leadership of Activision, twelve hours to try to shut down this proposed like walkout thing in that regards. But the second thing that happened along the lines in Activision Blizzard this past week is they've stopped updating in certain, like, uh, fundamental things in regards to their whole game development side of things. I mean, hell, that's to be expected, for God's sake. Like, even for, like, some of the major, like, popular games from Activision Blizzard putting out, you know, like, say, a World of Warcraft, Mm. its stuff has stopped doing updates currently this time and this and that. But the third bit of news that's been circulating about them has been pretty heinous and not just heinous though just outright what the fuck is the news coming out in regards to this cosby suite yep and holy shit this is all the way back from like 2013 i want to say and this yep, has that's when it started and does have to revolve around a bit of like uh like world of warcraft like leadership and like certain parts of leadership of like uh activision blizzard in general there was one man, I forget his name and stuff like that, but he actually had his name inserted inside of World of Warcraft as an NPC character. 
Yep. This is the guy I was talking about last week. That yes. He was the one person that was actually named in the, in the whole thing. Yes, exactly the point. Though I don't agree with like fucking Activision Blizzard going on, you know, for like uh, their World of Warcraft things. Oh, you know what? Throughout this entire thing, the only thing in regards to the thing that we're going to do about this, we're, we're going to take out this NPC and stuff. Like, who gives a fucking shit, you know, in that regards? I mean, okay, you've had him inside your game for like months, even after you fired him in that regards, mm. even though he's done fucking heinous shit. And this yeah. is the this is the thing you have to go through to address like the uh, audience in regards to your fan base and for like World of Warcraft. I mean, people don't like fucking WoW to right at this moment in time because of how much shit has declined over the past five <laughs> years from lore, from gameplay, from this, and all of a sudden this on top of a shit Sunday where you finally acknowledge that you have a troublesome dude that you fired and you didn't even fucking take out of your game until months later because it was the most convenient moment for you to do so. You know, it's it pretty much writes itself in the level of stupidity when it comes to things, you know, and it's like it's it's only getting worse for Activision Blizzard in this retrospect because things keep leaking out like a fucking faucet, you know, that has not been used properly in fucking years where it's like drip, drip, drip more heinous shit, more freaking blackmail, more freaking things that are coming forth. And quite honestly, it's like, at this point, you know, it's like, as a gamer looking in and looking at a bunch of stuff, it's like, there is no fucking way that I'm actually going to be purchasing any type of Activision Blizzard games or anything of that sort, like, in the long run. I don't even know if I really feel like I want to purchase games from their company ever again, because it's like, from at this point, you know, and there was one YouTuber that I felt put this pretty nicely in that regards. It's like, and this is coming paraphrasing from Dreamcast Guy, which is off of YouTube and stuff like that. This is basically fucking blood money and stuff you're giving, you know, in essence, you know, from like paying for Activision Blizzard stuff. It's like you're paying for a lot of the fucking heinous shit that's went on in that regards. And, you know, it's like... <sighs> It is very troublesome at this moment in time, because I'm kind of conflicted in this this retrospective stuff. You know, I have enjoyed plenty of Activision Blizzard games in the past. I mean, hell, at the time, you know, not knowing a lot of the stuff that's happened, you know. But yeah, it gives you that second look. It's like, God, it's like, and I don't, I've never had this with, like, with a gaming company or anything like the sort before. It's like, how many people suffered in regards to this whole bullshit and stuff in order to put out, say, a Call of Duty like each year or how did they go forth especially like the crash bandicoot or even the fucking like tony hawk remake games it's like those thoughts kind of cross my mind and stuff but it's like i'll enjoy the content that i have and stuff but as far as future products go i mean personally for myself and i'm not speaking for everyone that they should do this you know let's just be blunt and put this out of the way first this is pretty much a core of my decision but i don't really feel like i want to purchase any more activision blizzard games any longer because this this was the straw that broke the camel's back in that regard. Yeah. My, my thing with that is like, I think that's a really, you know, noble thing to say. And I, I understand why people feel that way, but it, yeah, it, this is Activision. This isn't going to matter. And uh, quite honestly, it's like, yeah. we always have a vote with your wallet. Um, and my, my thing with what all this is like, this is Activision. They're going to do they're going to be fine regardless. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, if this were to like really affect anybody, it's only going to affect the people that like were like, mentioning this about what we're talking about we want to fight for we want 
to keep bringing this up for them because all what's going to happen is say, okay, like, you know, there's a million of you out there like, okay, I'm not going to buy say a million people that less people that normally buy call of duty every year buy call of duty right. or people, uh, you know, they're 20%, 5% will say war zone people will drop off. The stocks can go down and then they're just going to lay off more people. And then Bobby Kotick just can get more money. That's all well, that's going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's only, it's not going to like you or me or whomever. I mean, we're not, we don't buy a lot of Activision game. Quite frankly, it's either no. World of Warcraft or Watch or Call of Duty at this point. Um, but like, the way I look at it is, like, it's really noble to say that, and I understand it. Like, if that you know that is totally your right, and I get you for doing that. But the only thing it's going to affect is, like I said, it's not, it's not going to affect the, the people up top. It's only going to affect people at the bottom. Yes. Um. When, when we when we do these strikes against buying their products, like the people that actually did the work on this stuff, like they're not going to be acknowledged for their work. That's very true. Um, but I mean, like I said, I but I, I I get it. Like I'm torn too. Where it's like, I like the next Call of Duty comes out, and it's like. I'm gonna, like if it looks cool and looks exciting, I'm gonna feel kind of gross or feeling that way. Um, but like I, I you know, I, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be smirching anybody for buying it, and I'm not gonna be smirching anybody for not buying it. Like it's totally up to you, regardless how you feel. Um, this whole thing, it's just, it just gets worse and worse. It's like Bobby Kotick finally came out after after days of not saying anything, and the only reason he came out was that when he came out, he brought it up is because the stock finally dropped. Yeah, that's when he talked about it. And it was just to stop the free fall of the of the the stock. Like, just shows you, like, yeah, over twenty percent of your twenty five percent of your staff has signed this uh, this I I, don't, I can't think of the word but like agreement, this document, whatever, saying that like here's our list of demands that we want, um, whether that's you know that we want fair pay raises across the board for everybody. That way we don't have the the gap in wage for women and men. Um, you basically just like, we're going to eliminate this issue for you where you can't have it. Like everybody just gets paid the same unless, you know, obviously of course tenure takes a part of that. But, um, but like, you know, if you've been here this long or this, whatever, or if you do this, you get these bonuses, like we're just going to make it across the board. Here's what it is. Um, we're going to, they want better, um, outsourced for like, uh, I, I believe it was like, they want like more outsource interview stuff going on. We're like, it's more fair. We're like we're gonna have a third party come in and do right, the, right. the help you help at least be a part of the promotion side of things. Where you know it's like you are not Ubisoft. We'll get to, I can get to Ubisoft here in a minute on this. But um, Activision said that we hired this this company that's gonna help us with like investigate this and how to better deal with these issues in the future. Um, which a lot of companies do when when there's this issues going on, they they hire these people to come in and help us like. Let's clear this shit out. How do we handle this? How do we fix this? Make it better. That's totally the way to go. Unfortunately, the company they hired is known for not so much this far, like dealing with these issues. It's with um, destroy, stopping um, unionization. Yep. That's what they're known for. So Ubisoft, or not Ubisoft, god damn it. Like I said, I'll get to them in a minute. But Activision, <laughs> they care more about the fact that their stock is dropping and that they're, they're that it's, Kind of, sort of. The Activision Blizzard employees are trying to unionize, and, and it's not not saying it, but with these demands, what the what they want, it's you can look at it like as potentially this is how unions happen. Um, yep. So it's like that's what's really fucked up and sad about this whole thing, and like uh, is the fact that really they don't really like they don't give a shit. They're gonna keep printing money. I mean, we're talking Bobby Kotick is the guy that fucking last year uh, laid off two hundred people. And then got a twenty million dollar bonus because the stock went up after you laid off two hundred people. It's like 
they don't give a shit about people. They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about these employees. They'll lose those twenty those, that twenty percent of their staff, and they'll get twenty. They'll fill them in tomorrow with guys that are cheaper and whatever. You yeah. know, they don't care. I mean, we see like they don't care about what the fan. They don't care about what people think. They don't care about what the, the their their fans or gamers think. Like you know, like they'll shut. You, you know, I mean, get off topic here, but like, oh, Crash did really really well. Cool. Let's make them do make Diablo games now. Oh, cool. Uh, Tony Hawk, that game did way better than we thought. Cool. Let's have them go help support Warzone now. Like they, they don't give a shit. They like they they see a cow and they're gonna milk it for all it's worth. Um, and they don't give a shit what kind of, you know, controversies is out there. And yeah, you go back to this whole bullshit with with uh, the Cosby Room, which was mentioned in the article last week. But like, we didn't like uh, that. Just sounds bad. What the fuck does that mean exactly? And then you see, like you see like the fucking. Um, the Facebook, there's a, there's a, on the Facebook uh, page that they, they now deleted the, the people did. Uh, but there was a whole discussion. This is on their public Facebook, not Activision's, but the, the people that were involved in this whole thing, um, were like, they were, they were posing with this picture of Cosby and the, and the, the famous now Cosby suite, uh, where they would bring back these females and they were like joking. And there was all these like top people in Activision joking around about, you know, uh, having sex with all these women in this room. And, and then they were trying to say, oh, no, it didn't have anything to do with Cosby. The rape part of it, it had to do with the fact that the, the wallpaper looked like one of Cosby's sweater, which that's whether that's true or not. It's like the, the Cosby rape shit was not not like that. That shit was old news in 2013. This wasn't yeah. like this shit. That shit was been out there for a few years at that point. Like even if that's the case. It just looks bad, and then on top of that, it's like it, you want to give them the UK, give them that bit of the doubt. Okay, the, the wallpaper it looks like the, the sweater, but then you read the comments of like these people, all these executives talking about what they were trying to do with women in that fucking group, and that or in that in, in those comments, it's like no, fuck off. You, you this is what it was called, like fuck off, guys. It's bullshit, and like. There's no other stories now of like a uh, employee pleaded guilty. One of uh, one of uh, the is that uh, um, um, executive pleaded guilty um, last year. I think it was. Uh, they just came out recently though. He was caught putting uh, cameras in the women's bathrooms at the Activision um, corporate office or in the offices, um, like pointing into the bath, pointing into the stalls. So it's like, I mean, this shit's been going on forever. It's like. I don't know. It's just the whole thing's fucking fucked up and depressing where it's just like, I I hope to God they fix this and it gets better. Um, and I don't want to, it's like, I, I made the mistake again of looking at like, I was just kind of curious. I want to see, I want to hear different perspectives on this. Like, and not just, you know, like, I mean, obviously there shouldn't be any di- different perspectives, but different. Like I want to hear what other people have to say. I want to hear from the women's side of things, like what they had to say about it. And Oh boy, like you read the comments, man. Uh, a lot of people blaming PC and safe spaces and like, why the, f- and I hate the shit. I hate the shit. Like, why does it have to be PC culture, safe space, cancel culture to just say, don't be shitty to other people. Yeah, really. Don't be a fucking garbage human being to other people, regardless of what they look like, where they're from, who they are. I mean, I shouldn't say if they're a piece of shit, garbage person. Then treat them like a piece of shit garbage person. But just because you're a woman or you're, you're trans or non-binary or you're black, white, purple, green, blue, why do you have to, you're going to treat them differently because of that? Like, 
why why does that why is this pc safe space culture like just treat everybody the same regardless and like and like i said unless they're a piece of shit human garbage being like bill fuck cosby treat that motherfucker like a piece of shit because he's a piece of shit these executives treat them like pieces of shit because they're fucking pieces of shit like fuck those guys fuck bobby Cosby. i mean it's like i like i said i get why if you if you don't ever buy another activision blizzard game ever again all for it i understand it um if you buy another one and you're not buying unless you're buying it because fuck you know the pc culture bullshit fuck you um but if you know if you're buying it it's just like i'm not gonna blame you otherwise but yeah it's this whole thing it's just it's just sad and pathetic and it's uh, the the fact that like in the woman that like had the internal email that came out basically like you know besmirching the beer cats and the government trying to like do a government like the fuck the government spin on this whole thing and like denying all these claims this woman also worked for the um and i'm not even trying to like attack george w bush here on this one but she was one of the people that was on his staff to make the argument for why tor- torture is a is a needed thing that's what she did before this and then just fucking today today she retweeted and quoted a article about why whistleblowers the problem with whistleblowers today did that this isn't like a thing from eight years ago this was fucking today she did this. you can't make this shit up even if you tried man that is freaking ridiculous she's not handing in her fucking uh, resignation next week that will tell you how little they fucking care really and Quite frankly, Tyler, you bring up a bunch of excellent points in regards to not only Activision, not only certain things that, regardless of like what happens and stuff, this is a company that at the end, of, at the end of the, of the day, you know, unless there are fundamental groundbreaking things that happen within this court case in California and stuff, this is going to continue on to perpetuate its same cog-like mentality. It yeah. will be. People will go through, they'll buy their games, and I'll be perfectly frank. If you, the listener, or you, the watcher, looking in and stuff, if you f- see a game that's made from Activision Blizzard, you know, I'm not going to doubt, I'm not going to go ahead and, like, uh, you know, like, critique you or this or that if you want to buy the game. I mean, hell, if you have interest, you want to buy, you want to play and support the people that made the game, I mean, go on ahead and stuff. It's like, for anyone else that doesn't want to buy any more of their products in the future, like, say, for someone like me, I mean, hey, more power to you. You know, it's not like we're forcing you to go and choose one side or the other in this retrospect. But the commonality of everything is, like, Activision Blizzard as a whole, their management, their core values of this, it's absolute shit. And the ones of the major victims in this entirety are those that have suffered through the abuse, that suffered throughout the different types of bullshit that they've had to endure for years upon years of not only working at Activision Blizzard, but their calls that were ignored by PR, that were ignored by HR, that were pretty much like ignored on a fundamental morality level by their levels of management, and including that son of a bitch Bobby Kotick. I'm serious. I have no sympathy for that multi-billionaire dude. That man, for God's sakes, I mean, hell, if he disappeared like like out of the country or something like that no one would even give a second thought about it i mean no one would give a shit and stuff but it tells volumes of the man's quality of character if the time that he does chime in about this is because the stock of his company starts going down and he has to do damage control in order to 
somewhat try to stop the workers from going through rebelling against the 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 boss. You know, it's typical business shit. Mm. But and I I just want to point out the woman's name that I was talking about, Frances Townsend. Mm-hmm. Is her name? Uh, you can look her up on Twitter at Fran Townsend. And you know, normally I don't say dox people, don't send negative shit. I might don't don't send death threats, but a simple hey, fuck you, Francis. Uh, I think will be with is totally f- fine on this one. I believe it's how you say, I believe how you say it. It's spelled like France. Yeah, Francis. Yep, that is her name. Uh, yeah, a simple hey, f- go fuck yourself on that one. All right, uh, I you are a piece of shit. I fucking hate you, and I don't I don't wish bad things on you. Other than I hope you don't I hope you don't have a job next week. That's what I want. That's all I want. She's tweeting pictures of her on a beautiful beach in South in Southampton uh, yesterday as well, um, and you know talking about how life was good here. She's at a baseball game. That's less lovely. Fuck you. Yeah, really. Fuck you. And then also Ubisoft, go fuck yourself too. Eve's Grimald, go fuck yourself too. Um, over a thousand, um, ba- a bunch of Ubisoft employees got together after the stuff with Activision, and they went over over a thousand employees of theirs went and talked about. Um, time petition to them about how basically they've done nothing the last year it hasn't gotten any better there they've done nothing it's just business like yep. yeah a handful of people lost their jobs uh, yep. but they've done nothing other than that like there, there was a guy that the Assassin's Creed guy uh, director that was using his power to have sex with women um, uh, they're abusing his powers um, and also at the same time uh, I mean this wasn't you shouldn't lose your job for having an affair uh, but I mean, but morally, go fuck you on that one as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm just a big fuck you mood right now. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Bobby Kotick. Uh, you know, he I mean, we've always known he doesn't give a shit about his employees. Like I said, he laid off 200 people last year, which may or like maybe understandably sh- should have happened. I mean, uh, layoffs happen. I mean, it's not. I should say understandably like for our end, it's like that's kind of shitty. But it's like when you when you lay off all these people and then like. You got a big, huge bonus a week later because the stock went up after you laid up all these people. That's kind of fucking shitty. Maybe if you're going to take that money, maybe uh, maybe we'll talk about it. You know, I'll be that's, perfectly that's... honest. It's like the undead feeding upon the living, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <sighs> all yeah. right. Well, anyway. fuck you, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. That has been the news in regards for this past week. Yeah, hot, mm-hmm. heavy, definitely ran heavy, but at the same time, very well deserved. I'm sweating right now. I'm hot. <laughs> I, I haven't been like this in a very long time. There, very, very rarely do I get pissed off on this show. Um, sorry. I'm not I, well, I'm not saying sorry for what I said. I don't take any of that back. But uh, sorry for the, the fans. If, you want, if you're here for a good time, I apologize. I'm going to take a drink of my beer. There's no good easy transition out of this shit. Um, but I'm going to take him a drink of my beer, Gables. I'm going to try to enjoy the rest of the show because the, what's the word we're here for is to have fun. Love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. No doubt. So, time to get into some what we've been playing for this week. And you know what, Tyler? I'm going to have you start because I know you've been okay. playing more than I have this past week. But, yeah, I've had it, man. Yeah. The floor is G- on you. Gables and I switched places this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so like I said, I didn't have a lot of time to play a lot of stuff. Um, well, I didn't have time to play a lot of games, uh, during the week, uh, right. just getting off late. Uh, I don't have a lot of free time during the week, but, uh, um, I played, I got to play like an hour of death door, uh, through the week, but, um, 
How actually, uh, you know, should I build to that or should I just start with that? I'll, 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 I'll end with that. Um, so I, I played, I jumped into a few other games this week. Um, I'll try to get through those ones real fast here. So Flight Sim, I played that today for about an hour or so. Um, it's very hard. It's very hard to fly. I feel like, I imagine like if you could figure out how to fly this game with the fucking Xbox controller, you can probably just actually fly plane at this point. Um, <laughs> like it, it's tough. Uh, basically all I did, I just wanted like, it's cool. Like, so you can actually set it up to like be like a real, a real world current uh, map and you could pick uh, any fucking uh, airport that you want and take off from there. So I picked the, I picked the uh, Des Moines international airport, which is literally like a mile and a half from my house or my apartment. Like, it's it's literally right. It's on, I'm on the street that it's on. It's right up there. Um, but um, so I, I took off from there. I had to fly around the town. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's interesting though because like they talk about like uh, you want you want to like you can just fly around your town but not have the real world stuff on because this thing eats the shit out of your goddamn data. I'm gonna tell you right now. One, it's a big if you don't have if you have data caps like I have a data cap. It's like three hundred or three thousand. Uh, gigabytes a, a month, which you know, I never get anywhere near getting. I, I, I get like I use like uh, like less than a thousand a month. Um, but uh, it will like I played it for like an hour and a half, and it used like three gigabytes of, of data. So if you this is something you want to play a lot, and you have a data cap, keep that in mind. Um, or if you don't have very super fast internet, um, it could be an issue as well. You can still play the game, but it'll just be like generic, like. Uh, it looks like garbage on a, at least on a series S it just doesn't look good. And it's just like a generic map filled out. Um, but uh, I, so I, I, I play like that for a minute. I'm like, Oh wait, this, I didn't realize you had to switch over to real life. Um, and like, it was kind of cool flying over. Everything's a little fuzzy. You know, it's like when you zoom in really close with like Google map, like everything kind of gets a little fuzzier and not as good. It's kind of the same idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, I flew around, I'll, I flew around the, uh, my town for a little bit. I just want to kind of see it. It was kind of cool. I'm like, Oh cool. There's the Casey's there's that McDonald's that burned down up the street. Um, that's just been there for like six years now. Uh, there's my high school I went to. Um, so I flew over my apartment. That was kind of cool. Uh, I flew over my parents' house. That was fun. Uh, then I crashed my plane into my work. Um, <laughs> that was really fun. Uh, it was really cathartic for me. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I, I I don't. And there's like cool things you can do. Like you can do like scenario things where like you can just like you could like I said you could pick any um, uh, uh, airport or any landing strip in the world. You can zoom in on a map. And you pick where you, you can like you can even set flight plans. Like all right, cool. I'm gonna pick Denver Airport and I want to fly to Chicago. You can fly. You take off and you land in Chicago. Um, do you want to do all that? Um, or you know you could just take off in this free for arm. You can like. Um, there's like mon- like monuments stuff like that you want to like you want to fly over San Francisco, like we're, we're gonna like you can fly past Golden Gate Bridge or you want to fly around Everest you can like it'll just put you there and you're already flying you can just fly around you can look at it and it's all real time stuff like that like it's been like really cloudy today and rainy so it was cool when I was flying around it's, it's raining in there and there's like tra- actual like traffic going down the street and stuff like that um, but it was fine it was whatever I I played it for like an hour and a half that's really all I wanted to do I just kind of wanted to see how it worked. Um, if I had a, if I, I wish I had like a really powerful, I think this would be really more interesting if I had a, a powerful PC or maybe the, possibly the Series X. Um, I think Justin was talking about getting it. Um, uh, if, if he does, if I, I want to hear what he has to say if it looks better. Yeah, really. How that goes. 
yeah so uh you can i gotta admit man that does sound pretty freaking tempting you know playing some flight simulator and like yeah. crashing at some old workplaces I mean, yeah i mean it's on game pass and it's just like a, it's just um you know if you, if you have game pass and like a, it's like 140 gigabytes with like updates and everything uh so keep that in mind uh like i have the series s always but i, I kind of keep it lean on that i don't put like too much stuff on there so uh it was fine uh just I had to delete the Halo Master Chief Collection because that's like 200 gigabytes. Um, oh, I know. It's a lot. Yeah, so I played that. That was cool. I, I've been playing uh, some more Pokemon Unite. We were talking about that last week. Gables, I'm just going to say it. This game's just good. It's just a good game. Oh, it's really? fun. I'm really enjoying it. I like this game a lot. There's a, They put a battle pass in now. It's, uh, it's $4. I bought that. I'm in on that. Uh, I'm on like level 10 on that. My trainer is like level 8 now. It's just a fun game, and maybe it's because I'm winning every time. I've, I think I've, I've lost one game, and I've been like at least out of, you know it's five v five MOBA game. Uh, I'm I think the worst I did was like third on this, so it helps I'm winning. I'm doing like now I've got to like the point where I can do rank matches, and those are fun. Um, I don't know. I did lose one of those. I did lose one, so I've lost two games now. Uh, but it was really close. We were winning, and then in the end they just fucking took off. Uh, but it's fun, and like I'm learning new strategies, figuring how it's gonna work. Um, it's just a fun fucking free to play game. Like, I keep hearing issues with with pay to win. I I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not smart enough to how MOBAs work and how all this shit works to like know that. I want to. I want to investigate a little bit more. Not that I want to, you know, pay money. I haven't paid any. The, I, the only money I paid is that four dollars for the battle pass. Um, and that's it. Uh, you you constantly unlocking money at least fast enough. Um, there's dailies like daily quests and or daily like goals to do. Um, there's like overall battle pass things for the season you can do weekly stuff you can do kind of keep coming back. I mean, just like any other free to play or any other live service game. Um, but yeah, this one's got hooks me for right now. I'm not playing it. Like I even put a, like, I probably put like three or four hours into it. Like I, I sh- so I have had some time to play games this week, but like this has been the perfect game for me to play. Like I, I played like a game or two every, like probably three or four, probably three out of the five day work days this week where it's like, ah, I've only got like, I don't really, I can't really watch a movie. Not there's not really tickle my fancy as a TV show right now. So I went and I like, you know, every night before I go to bed, I'll just pop on and play like two or three games of this. And each game's 10 minutes long. Um, play a few games and then go to bed. So it's been perfect for that. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, it's definitely like that, you know, like that side game. Like you have like destiny two yeah. you know, and I have Madden, but I haven't really been playing Madden lately because I'm just waiting for the new one to come out at this point. So this, I feel like this is going to be that nice little game. That's going to like kind of fill that gap for me. Like I talked about last week, this might be something I play for a few weeks or maybe even less. And then I move on. Uh, but for right now it's, 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 a, it's been a fun game. I, I, uh, I got enough, uh, coins in the game I earned to, uh, buy, uh, Greninja. So now nice. I have Greninja. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I have my two favorite Pokemons. I have, I have uh, the the Charmander and his evolution in Greninja. So nice. That, that's really fun. I'm enjoying that. Uh, did you get Did you get a chance to play Gables? I know you downloaded it. You know what? I did play a little bit of it. I haven't played a lot of it and stuff. I chose the Pikachu obviously because well, he's a bit of a range fighter and stuff. But Basic I haven't pitch, played yeah. a hell of a lot of it. But I have played one matchup online, and that was for like an online sort of co op sort of thing with like CPU. Mm-hmm. And you get, oh, like, okay. a bunch of, like, uh, people that are on your team that are players on online and stuff. And the concept and stuff is pretty cool, you know? It's, like, there are some fun moments to where you get to uh, team up with a bunch of other players. Like, you have your specific types of uh, 
battlers and stuff like you have more of like defenders or like support characters you got attackers like melee attackers you have range attackers and stuff there's all sorts of various subsets and yeah you did touch upon like the uh, daily quota stuff like the daily stuff that you can earn and this and that plus in the they have like a 14 day sort of like battle pass thing i think that's mm -hmm. going on right now but uh the game's course concept is pretty fun i haven't played a moba in quite a long time actually and that was uh I believe the last one I played was Awesome Knots on Steam. That was a okay. while ago. Yeah. But uh, the core concept of it is pretty fun. I mean, it would be fun like to have a bunch of people together and go through and do this and that and stuff. Yeah. But I've let heard... me know, man. If you want to, you want to jump in. We'll, we'll we will jump in a PlayStation party chat or Xbox party <laughs> chat because Nintendo doesn't understand how the internet works. And yeah, we can really. Play. All right. Well, hey, that's all. That's always a fun thing to try out. <laughs> I haven't tried out any type of like. Uh, I haven't tried too many of like the the co op things and stuff in regards to Nintendo Switch, so this is going to be interesting to test that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the game does definitely trudge at some points where uh, this it's definitely we're we did we are definitely in the point where we need a we need a Switch Pro. Um, the uh, other game I've been playing, uh, The Ascent, that came out Thursday on Game Pass. I mentioned this uh, a week or two ago where I was it was a game I looked forward to coming to Game Pass. It is like a top-down, twin-stick shooter style game. Mm. Uh, kind of like uh, the, the form of like a Diablo, but you have guns. Um, where, but kind of like the looter kind of aspect of it, but it's like a cyberpunk style. The game and also just the style of cyberpunk. Um, but this... Uh, we, we did a little gamer night last night. Um, a fisherman uh, and Jitterbug and I all played for a little bit. Uh, probably for a few hours. Um, it, it's, it's definitely like, it's a, it's a, there's nothing like technically wrong with this game. No. Like, I like the style. I like the way it's kind of the way that kind of shots are in this game. Um, the, the, like definitely as you upgrade and get better weapons, it help, it gets better. Um, like I got the machine gun and the, and the shotgun that made a big difference. Um, then the, the, this pistol you start off with. Um, but like you're just going around doing missions or side missions. It's kind of like a, any like live service game. Hey, go here, kill all these guys get this thing for me come back whatever i mean it's just any other you know open world style game or any other diablo style game um that you've ever played uh it's just it, it's like there's nothing that wows you that's good about this game like everything is like a lot of stuff's technically fine um but and we wish we wish we totally great and fine for like a uh playing co-op like this is not something i want to put a lot of time in by myself but like if i like had people regularly play with it be like whatever I mean, it's always more fun to play with your friends but like yeah really. we had a lot of issues where like there was like because so i'm playing in a series s we had jitterbug playing a series s and we had fisherman playing on a um pc, on his PC. yep and um I, I, I guess there's been a lot of issues with like um like there's been a lot of issues with like co-op in general online mm -hmm. uh but as you like cross more stuff it's been an issue which we played like sea of thieves like um a couple months ago and like there was one on a one was on his Xbox One, one was on a, P a PC, and then I was on a Series S. Totally fine, no issues. Um, and this one, it's just I heard it's just kind of broken, like not broken, but it's not reliable right now. Like we we're constantly getting drops, or like wow. I couldn't, like we we get into a game and I couldn't hear Dave, or Dave could hear me but I couldn't hear him, and then we get out and then Jitterbug couldn't hear us and we couldn't hear him, um, and like randomly people getting dropped. Um, oh, okay. And it's like glitches. At one point, I was just like running like a two 
fucking point four forty, uh, like I was in, like running like an NFL draft or something. Uh, like I was just darting across the fucking map uh, for no reason whatsoever. Like I was going so fast that like nobody could hit me. And like I was like, I'm like, fish, are you seeing this shit? He's like, yeah. Like I'm just like zooming across the fucking map like and because the movement speed overall is not very fast like you have like a you have like a dodge roll and then you like yeah to shoot and you have like a, a, a grenade um like we just have a lot of issues and then like um it's just kind of buggy and glitchy like i think over time it'll be fine maybe in a month it'll be that will be fine i'll be fixed but like i, I think over the rest of the game is not great i don't know maybe I, I haven't uninstalled it but there was nothing that, like wow me like if they asked me if they want, if I wanted to play again, I'd be down for it. Like, it's not a bad game. It's just like, I think the reviews came out and it was kind of all over the map as far as like 65 to like 80 was what I was seeing. Hmm. And that's, that's fair. I, I would say like, it's definitely like, it feels like a slow 73 ish, 68 ish level type of game. Well, it's not, it's not right. a bad game. It's just, it's a fine game. And, you know, it's just like, it's, but it's like, like I said, if I had friends, if we were like playing this game, if like this was a game that like they want to go back to, like I'm totally down with. But like, it's not like something I'm like ever going to want to play with myself. But a game that is a live service game that I've been playing by myself, Cables, is Marvel's Avengers. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I, I bought it for it was 10 bucks. I played it last year and it just did not. I was enjoying the, the campaign until I got to the live service part. And it just kind of slowed the game down for me. And I yeah. wasn't really enjoying it overall. Um and now the PS5 update came out a few, like, I think, like, uh, uh, not October, uh, February or March, something like that. And uh, Gamefly had it for, like, 10 bucks. So I finally, I'm like, fuck it, it's 10 bucks. And I was like, I'm in that Marvel mood where I was watching low-key. Black Widow just came out. I'm like, oh, I'll get it. And then this weekend, they're actually doing it. It's quadruple XP weekend. Oh, here we um, go. So I'm playing through the single-player portion right now. I'm not playing with anybody. Um, but I'm. It's it's definitely, like, I, I think maybe being on a PS5 and it's now been, uh, I played in like October of last year. Uh, you know, it's it's been instead of a couple of weeks after launch, it's been almost a year after launch. So they've done a lot of things to fix things. Uh, also, I'm leveling up super super fast, um, which is nice. Um, well, yeah, the game. It, I mean, it's still a live service game. That stuff kind of bugs me. I don't really overall kind of like like that stuff. We have like here's the hub world. You got to walk all the way over here to talk to this guy to buy this shit from him. You got to go over here and walk over here to buy this certain shit from him. And you got, you know, it's just, everybody's got different goddamn fucking levels, uh, factions, shit like that. I don't like that stuff. Uh, gets in the way, but I, overall I'm enjoying the characters. I'm enjoying the, like my thing, like I said, uh, last year when I played the game was like, I like the characters that Kamal is a really cool character. Um, I like the story they're building up. I like all that stuff. It's just the live service shit got in the way. Um, but they've done a lot with fixing the game. Um, you know, it's it just like the, the loading times are better, which was a big thing. Like that sucked. I hated it. Like it was bad. Um, everything just kind of, it's just loading in better, less glitches. Everything is just like any other life service game that comes out. Like uh, it's, it's going to be better. But like, I like, I just think like, it's something like I said last year, like this game, if this would have came out as just a s- single player game, or maybe it had optional co-op or something like that, but it wasn't life service. This wasn't a life service game. This would have came out and this would have been like a game of the year contender, for, or maybe like at least a top 10 game for let me last year. Right. Um, and I, I wouldn't say that now it's not, you know, but like it's totally much, much better. I'm enjoying it way more. I'm definitely more involved with the story. Like, so I, I'm enjoying the story more. And like, 
I, I like the gameplay. Like the gameplay is really good. Like jumping between like Hulk, Kamala, and Iron Man, all the different characters, and all the different like everybody plays completely differently. You know, it's not like we're all different forms of the same first person shooter. Uh, you know, like everybody has their own like totally unique abilities, can do certain things. Um, I like that. I, I'm enjoying it. It's fine. I mean, but the the story is fantastic. Like Crystal Dynamics knocked that story out of the park. Uh, and then the big game I've been playing this week, uh, Death Store. I talk about I started playing it last week. I think I was like three hours in. I completed it a couple hours before we started recording. Um, I was kind of raving about last week, um, and I feel the same way. This is a game of the like definitely in that like that game of the year like argument. Not like top ten, like the game of the year contender for me. Like I came away loving that it's it's giving me everything i wanted it's that hole in me that i've had since hyperlight drifter or like that was a game i didn't know i wanted or i liked until i played Hyper. like that was like that first kind of game where it's like you know like I, there's always that like you find that like outlast i love that game and i've played a million of these other games since then trying to find those and sometimes you find a good one and most times they're just not very good um and like i've done the same thing with hyperlight drifter where it's like I fucking adore that game, and I've, I've tried out other games that seem kind of like it, and they've been fine, so just, no, they're not good. And this is, like, this competes with it. Like, this is on the level of Hyperlight Drifter for me, where, like, not, like, and I'm not trying to do a disservice here comparing it to Hyper, Hyperlight Drifter, but very much kind of, like, you know, in this two peas in a pod here, where, um, you know, it's, like, top, kind of a top-down, link to the past, camera style, um, art styles, like, more upscale art style, um, but like Dark Souls, like uh, difficulty and fighting, where it's just a lot of you got to be patient. You got to pick your shots, learn the learn the the um, the the fighting style, the rhythm of the, the the characters you're fighting. Learn what each individual does, and like I said, pick your shots. Be patient. Be smart. You got uh, the health is super limited in this. There's no health. There's no you don't have healing items. Um, there's pots around the the map. They're very limited where you can heal yourself, but you can only heal yourself once and, and that that pot until you die. And once mm. you die, then they all come back. But after you use it, it's gone until you die. Um, but what's really shocked me was like how well like the world and like the story is told through the world. And like there's definitely like they tell you the story, but like there's so many things you pick up on as you're like going through this world. Like Hyperlight Drifter, you have no fucking idea what's going on. But like, you kind of pick up on what's going on um, through it, and this is kind of same. It's kind of the same way as well, but they actually have characters and like some actually some funny shit that happens in this game. Like there's like little subtle things. There's like a character that has a pot in his head that he's called Pothead. He was he, he was cursed, and they changed his head to a pot. So now he's just Pothead. Um, <laughs> and it's just really funny. He's a really funny character. I like him. Um, but yeah, so it's like like I said, it's like you, there's basically a couple buttons you do. Like you have you dodge you dodge. Um, dodge attacks, roll, it's a dodge roll. And then you have like your sword that you use um, to attack. And then you have like different like um, projectiles you can use. They have like, uh, you start with the bone arrow and then you unlock like later on, you get like a, a, like a you shoot like a flame. And some of these also are involved with like just puzzles you gotta do too. Um, uh, there's like, you have a flame they can shoot. Uh, then you uh, unlock a, fuck, there's a, there's a hook shot they use to like progress along the map. Mm-hmm. And like you would see in like Link to the Past or like a Metroid game where it's like, okay, I can't get there yet, but I know I can get there. And there's really cool, subtle ways to show you things like, 
oh here's that there's a like you give these pink orbs that like give you souls that right. um you use to upgrade your levels and the cool thing is if you die you don't lose the souls there's really no um pain in dying um you, you the only pain is you have to like walk back to the second you're in um but i mean the the doors and the like the the, the checkpoints are so good that's like 20 30 seconds to get back to a section um, but it's all about just like learning techniques, rhythms. Like I don't like Dark Souls games. It's weird because I don't like Dark Souls Souls like games. Like I respect them. I know they're great games, it's just not for me. Uh, but it's like I always want to because they look badass. But for some reason, these style games really connect with me. Uh, maybe it's because a little more simple, simple, and, and like there's upgrades you can buy for your characters. Um, but they're very like there's four I think you can upgrade how fast you can roll to like dodge. Um, you can upgrade um, how strong your projectiles are, how strong your your sword is, and how um, fast. Because like when you like you throw the bomb or you throw or you shoot an arrow, you have to charge it for a couple seconds. So you can like charge it up to uh, you can speed up how fast it does to uh, to use those as well. So cut down on that time. Um, but like the boss fights are fantastic. Uh, like there's definitely parts. Like where I'm just like I'm never gonna be able to beat. It's like it's just like Half-Life Drifter, where it's like I'm never gonna be fucking beat. Like I, I go in there and fight this this enemy, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. Or you fight like you, there's like certain parts where like, you have to like fight a wave waves of enemies, right. and it's like it's cool. Like where it's still nothing is like over. Like they're constantly throwing these different like there's a there's a good chunk of different type of enemies to fight, but they keep you never like there's not like a million, but there's probably a good 30 or 40 and they find new cool ways to throw these waves at you. We're like, they're intertwining these characters together, these enemies together. And like, now I got to figure out this whole different strategy of how to fight these. Like there's like the, the mage type that like that shoot these, um, fireballs at you or like, there's different ones that like shoot, uh, like an ice thing. And you can actually hit, use the sword to project, to use it, to hit it back at them or back at their enemies. Um, and there's other enemies that like that shoot projectiles at you. And you can actually like use those projectiles as it to your advantage to attack other enemies with. Uh, and then like there's like cool like secrets you can find where you find these like hidden bosses um, that are some of my favorite fights in the game. Um, the, like I said, the boss fights are just there's there's like three different main areas, very much like Link to the Past, where like you start yeah. off and there's three main areas you have to go to. You have to solve all these puzzles. You have to like work around. Then you like eventually you get like this new, like you get the you get the long shot or you get the or the hook shot rather or you get the you get the flame or something like that. Now you gotta like go back. You get to you get as far as you can. You gotta get that thing and you gotta go back and basically that whole temple. What if you want to call it a temple? Um, you have to use that to like solve puzzles to, to get through the get to that that section. Um, but yeah, it's it's so satisfying when you finally beat these enemies. Like I, like I said, time and time again, like I was fighting something like it's funny though. All three of like the main temple bosses, I, I beat all on my first try. Um, mm-hmm. but like other than that, like I, I fucking struggled. Um, but, um, Oh shit. We stopped streaming. Let me start it up again. Yeah. We've been having a little bit of issues with the, the Skype call too. Just connection. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, sorry, guys. So sorry for this. Um, if you're watching Twitch or watch on YouTube later, I'll try to fix this. But uh, we're having some issues on I think on my end here. But uh, yeah, um, just having a blast with this game. It's really good. It's it's definitely my game of the. What probably what my. It's it's in the top three. I I don't I, I'm not ready to have the argument with myself yet. But uh, we'll get there. But uh, Gables, what have you been playing? All right. So as I've been alluding to for the start of the show. 
I have been playing one game this past week in Ad Nauseam, and it's a continuation of my journey through Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden on the NES released around 1989. Now, for this game, I have been doing runs because I wanted to prove to myself that I could beat this game without using save states. So, flash back to earlier on this past week. I went through a couple different runs of the game. One of my runs, I went through all the way until, like, uh, yeah, I went all the way past, like, level 5, 5-1, 5-2, and stuff like that. Got to uh, level 6-1. Went through all the rigmarole of that, and then 6-2 is has getting even harder, and then 6-3, it's ridiculous, because you'll go through specific routes and routines and stuff, where you have ninjas flying with helicopters, like, almost like those little spinnable, spinnable, like, little helicopters are flying across, throwing shuriken at you and stuff, and you have to try to dodge them on top of doing all the various platforming. But what ended that run for me was I was on a roll in terms of boss battles. Though I would die in the middle of certain stages and keep on continuing, there was a point where I defeated five boss, five bosses in a row, quintessentially. So bosses one through five, the original one, like uh, the one with like a sickle, the one that uh, was jumping from side to side, throwing like kunai and stuff. The fourth one with the two gargoyles that are jumping from one side or another, and then the fifth one with a guy that shoots lightning by the name of Malith, or some of the sword, and. I ended up losing to the very first boss of, like, the final boss and stuff. And the biggest pain in the ass of that is when you lose any time throughout that final boss battle, you don't start back at the boss battle. You want to know where you start back at? <laughs> you want to take a good guess, Tyler? 1-1. Uh, no. 6-1. It's, it's actually 6-1, yes. Okay. So, I have to repeat... All the way back from 6-1. This is the hardest stage, set of stages, throughout the entirety of the game. And they want you to replay 6-1 through 6-3 again. So you're going to be seeing those stages a lot if you fail to go through a specific part of those boss battles. So eventually, after about a half hour to about an hour and stuff, I'm like, oh, you know what, I gotta give this up for tonight. And so I did that, and then a thought formulated in my head the past, like, day or so later, where it's like, you know what, I got this special edition of Ninja Gaiden on Nintendo Switch, and basically, that has the final boss battle sequence. So you know what I was able to do? I was able to practice those boss battles. Nice. And that way, I'd save it at different points and stuff like that. Okay, this is the first form, this is the second form, this is the final one. I was able to practice and stuff a couple different times, and I was able to successfully figure out through the observation of what the boss, how the bosses were performing, how they were moving. And this is what I ended up discovering. So for the first form of the boss, you have a red jewel that's in the center of the stage, and you have the dude going from right to left, now, you see the projectiles from this jewel are surrounding the boss. So, what you basically need to do is, as soon as the boss battle starts up, you've got to rush the center, get like a couple of different slices, like about four to six slices, quintessentially. And then you've got to go all the way back from where you came, 
jump on the side wall and do like the bunch of flips to get to the highest portion possible so you allow the boss to go all the way to that wall and he'll keep on going into that wall so you have to jump over him in order to take slashes at that red orb again and so you have to repeat it on the opposite side until finally you go through and destroy that orb i got so confident in that regards i wasn't taking any damage throughout that entire first round at that point now, the second boss battle, you have Jacquio, who's like the main boss, quintessentially, of Ninja Gaiden. He'll go from right to left, right? But it'll have these two fireballs that'll shoot forward and it'll do different patterns at specific times. I think I tried covering this last week in that type of detail, but uh, I ended up practicing this boss battle. That one was the hardest one because it's like his boss battles, the RNG that pops up from that is, you know, is kind of crazy. Sometimes you'll have a, like a fairly basic route that'll have two go right like from up in the sky all the way to the ground sometimes they'll do a cross pattern to where they'll actually go forth and you have to stay in place and stuff as they go around behind you i managed to time which type of like uh fireballs i would be getting and sometimes i would actually dodge it perfection wise sometimes i'd go slightly to the left or slightly to the right and get damaged by them but i was doing fairly confident to where the i had it to where I only lost in sort of one attempt for health in that entirety where I was basically nice. before losing because I wasn't concentrating on the fireballs that are going on the stage. I was more concentrating on him flying overhead and stuff. And I basically ended up discovering that, hey, there's that there's that pillar on the right portion of the stage where I can stand on, maybe do like a shot, like a slash, and then drop down and then wait for the fireballs to go out of the way and then go through and try that same attempt and then obviously i perfect the last the last boss of which i thought to where i did the whole slash canceling thing for the head i didn't defeat the head or anything of that nature but destroyed the tail destroyed the heart in that regards practiced that and so my moment of truth came a couple of nights ago i decided after work where it's like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna give this game another go a full-on run. So I started up my game. I went through the first couple of stages, you know. It's like the first couple of stages are fairly easy for me right now. I can go through stage one, defeat the boss without taking any damage, quintessentially. Stage two, stage two obviously gives me a bit of trouble because sometimes I'll I'll drop down at a specific point and it's always towards the first enemy that has like these arc projectiles and stuff that is dressed in rags and stuff with a big old white turban and stuff like that that'll toss these like uh staffs or something at you and stuff and i'll just knock you off or something or i'll miss time and jump and i'll bump into a commando or whatsoever and the knockback kicks me in like off the cliff or whatsoever but through this attempt i only died twice throughout that stage which is better than how i was doing it i was doing game overs at that point usually with stage two but I was able to get through bosses two and three, a little bit close, a little bit close in terms of my health and stuff because I was mistiming things. But I was getting past that. Obviously, going through stage four, stage four is a little bit of like uh, hit and miss and stuff. I did die a couple times during that time, but yet four one is you don't have to like do anything like really crazy. It actually at a certain point of it, it'll flash to a cutscene and that will drop you into four two, and that's where you really start going through. What I can say is what I do like about this game is, like, even if you do have a game over, it'll start back on 
the beginning of that level stage. So, for example, it's like if you die on stage two, it'll start you back all the way to like stage two. It's like if you do a game over, it's not going to switch you back to game like stage one. Let's say like a contra or some shit. But uh, obviously, level five, like that whole level five stages, those are the some of the most difficult. Are start to become more difficult in that regard. So we're five two. I mean, goddamn this this thing could be a freaking troll level, but not nearly as trolly as like uh, stage six and all that other freaking bunch of bullshit. What was hilarious is after I got through boss five, you know, it was actually one of those things where I went through four boss battles in a row, died on the fifth one mouth because I didn't have enough, and I didn't have enough health and stuff to actually go through and tank a lot of the hits. Oh, man. Stage 6. 6-1, I finally was able to nail it down to where I can get across this bridge and stuff without getting suffering so much damage. They mix three different enemy types on this bridge, right? Where it's like, you'll have the spawning like commandos and some that will sometimes will run towards you. They'll have these these freaking silver, I think, either hawks or eagles or something like that that'll, that go faster than like the first initial bird enemy, which was like a hawk. Which will do slowly, a little bit slower and stuff. It'll fly towards you. You gotta try to dodge him and this. And then they have these freaking hunchback-looking creatures, right? Where if you don't destroy them right away, they go super quick. And they jump all over the screen and stuff. Gable's so excited he knocked his mic over. Oh, I know, right? That's all. That's how much Ninja Gaiden pretty much <laughs> is in that regard. It'll cause you to knock shit over or toss the controller if you don't be careful. It's a very good point. I'm surprised your TV behind you is still intact. Oh my gosh. But the amount of discoveries I was making inside the last couple of levels in that game was really hilarious. Like, like, I, like I touched upon before, if you lose in the final boss battle and stuff, you'll go all the way back to Sish-1 in the beginning of the part. It doesn't matter how many lives you have left. And stuff. You could have, like, say, three lives and stuff. If you lose that first one of that main boss, you gotta start all the way back right mm. there and proceed forward. But here's the thing. I, at that point, in this run, I finally made it all the way up to the boss. I defeated the first boss, right? And then I was I was able to edge out the second boss. Oh my god, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna do it in this attempt? And it's like, I get to the final boss, I was doing good, until finally, one of the projectiles, a random RNG freaking fireball, shoots me as I'm going slashing, bumps me inside, knocked back, and I die with oh. one HP left on the boss. Fuck. And this was my first attempt going through 6-1 before having to do that. And I went all the way back to 6 I had to go all the way back to 6-1. Knowing full well, one HP separated me from actually clearing that stupid fucking game on that point. And so, obviously, I took a little bit of a breather with that. I paused the yep. game. I got some water. And while I'm going through, I'm like, I can't end the night like this. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to end the light, night like this. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to end the night like this. And I go back. And, oh, my God, so many attempts I went through. It started to dwindle a little bit downwards and stuff to where... I finally was able to subsequently piece together a run past 6-1, 6-2. And it was 6-3. There was times I would die at 6-3 because you have not one hunchback in some sections. Before you face off against the final boss, they'll get like fucking three of them and toss them like 
all at once at you, you know? I'm like, at that point, I was getting fucking angry at the levels. Like, who the fuck thought of this? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I go forth past then, and then I make another discovery. As soon as I enter into the boss room, you don't, you don't go through the first two boss battles all over again. No. You go right directly to the final boss battle. Ooh. And you carry over the life bar and stuff from going through 6-1 through 6-3. Meaning, I had about four hit points and stuff while I was going inside <laughs> it again. And I ended up dying and having to repeat the whole fucking thing over Fuck again. That. Fuck that. <laughs> but what was funny, I was able to go... And this is the span of like about an hour and a half in regards to my whole gameplay, my, my, my uh, final run with the game. I was able to go back... To the final boss. After all of said and done, I had literally half my life bar left. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to take a chance with slash canceling. That fucked me over during my first run where I got knocked back and died. I did it my own way where I took my time. I took out the head. That has 11 hit points. I know because I ended up counting the shit every time I did it. And then the tail, I took that out. And then all of a sudden the heart... And while I'm looking straight up at the damn fireballs, like, you better not do a fucking rapid fire while I'm doing this shit. And then again, it's like, I started going for it, and then I destroyed the core. Finally, I fucking cleared that final boss. I went through, I cleared out the demon. I felt like I had passed a fucking gauntlet. I felt like I got a fucking weight off my back. And I'm watching these end cutscenes, and I, I had to sit back and reflect. It's like, never have I felt that amount of accomplishment through suffering through so much inside of a game. Gables, it didn't sound like you, you <laughs> passed through a gauntlet. It sounds like you passed a like fucking kidney stone. It sounds like I passed through a fucking war. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you something. It's like... I look back on it. This is a game I've been playing off and on for years. When I first started playing this game, I was a teenager that was out of high school. Quintessentially a young adult that I was... Downloaded this game on the Virtual Console, a game I had on the NES at one time. Multiple plays. The only time I ever beat the game was through save states on the 3DS. And then finally, when I went through my initial run and stuff, I started getting better at the game. I started getting better at going through the the first couple of levels. I started recognizing the game was teaching me through visual learning in terms of not only the patterns that it would go through, but it also was able to teach me certain techniques and certain like uh, glitches you could use against the game itself. Like there are times where you can actually make enemies disappear if you go through like a random portion of the screen and stuff like that, and some enemies will despawn. That's how I got past this certain bridge section in six, like six three. Oh no, no six two, because that one section and stuff required me to try to dodge a commando, a fucking hawk, and then all of a sudden have the one dude that I, well, I would die to in like the two whatever and stuff with the fucking arc shots and stuff. I was able to back away and see him despawn off the screen so I could pass through that stuff. But the thing about why people consider Ninja Gaiden on the NES such a classic game. One, the level design of it, you know, it may not be the most perfect and stuff, but it does enough to where it showcases and teaches you 
obviously about its certain core game design and stuff it does teach you like how to go through different things it allows you to go through and like uh process okay what do i need to do this time in order to do that this game this game definitely does help the the player and stuff like learn more about uh how to assess certain situations like certain boss battles treat them not like beating them as quickly as possible but just going through and dissecting each boss battle and figuring out what they'll do like for the boss for the first boss and stuff it's easy peasy all you need to do is just do about six or seven slashes walk away he'll walk towards you six or seven slashes and then all of a sudden it's like through the second or third attempt of doing that you'll defeat him where then it gradually starts getting more complicated the level of progression of the difficulty i feel like is excellent in regards to that game but when it comes to the final fucking levels, holy shit. There were there were times and stuff where I'm like, this did not need to be in here in terms of level design. This is over difficult, overly difficult for what they were trying to accomplish of that. But even when I knew things were fucking bullshit, even when I knew things right there, I looked at it as like, you know what? I don't care that this thing is bullshit. I'm going to keep on carrying on and keep on continuing anyway. And I took that mentality. I took that mentality and I ran with it. Because if you don't have that mentality, if you don't want to go through and say, you know what, I am going to fucking die over and over again. I don't give a shit. I'm going to go and I'm going to do better and better until eventually I beat the game. And that's what ended up happening to where I finally got to that point where I fucking defeated the final boss, his fucking third this third final boss or something so this stupid gauntlet and stuff and accomplishing that you know i can legitimately say i am a gamer that has played through the original ninja guy den and i have gone through and fucking just destroyed the game in every sense of its word hmm. so gables you sound like when it me comes like to you just described my playthrough of game Death that i may want to play in the future you know what sky's the limit man it's like i could try another attempt in regards to another classic or more classic nes games so it's like if i want to do a future run when in regards to another game say like a castlevania or a contra or something i could try to do the same thing because i have beaten those games with save states before wait the original castlevania though i did beat on the wii virtual console and it wasn't through save states nice but uh but yeah you know what it's like i get it i get it now i get it now why people absolutely love this game and consider it one of the best games on the nes and quite honestly it's honestly one of my up there one of my favorite nes games because that shit was fucking memorable as shit i definitely feel like i'm gonna give that game quite a long rest now after i gone through <laughs> all of that stuff but yeah i can finally say i've beaten ninja guide in so that's it for gaming for me this Very week cool, and you know what Next week, who knows what type of fucking challenge I'm going to go through and get. <laughs> Death, Death Store. You should play Death Store. Oh, God, yeah. That does sound pretty fun right around now. But anyway, listeners, that has been a show for the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Let me go ahead and bring up my notes here because... Wait a minute, I turned off my notes. What the fuck am I doing? Anyway. <laughs> but uh, anyway, in regards to where you can go through and listen to us, obviously drunk nerds pod that's on like various platforms and stuff like say itunes i believe we're on everything po- we're on everything podcast if a pod is cast there drunk dashers podcast drunk nerds podcast look for us there youtube twitter twitch um facebook 
uh, Drunk Dash Pod. Look for us, like, follow, subscribe, thumbs up. Um, yeah, if, if we're on it, we're there. Or, yep. Wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. If we're on it, we're there. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's late. I'm very tired. Um, if, if it's a platform that we could put our podcast on, we're on it. Yes, well said, well said. Well, until next time, everyone, I have been your host. I have been Colonel Gables. And Napital. So until next time, everyone. A fuck you, Francis Townsend. <laughs> but yeah, too, too sweet. Too sweet. Bye. See ya.